I was thinking about this. They released an episode that was about the new Tron. And yes, I listened to it. First of all, I heard Mandy say the word earballs. I heard that, and I was like, I didn't know if you listened to it yet. I was yeah. like, and I was driving. Otherwise, I was like, Bridget, <laughs> she's adopted earballs. And I know, I remember the first time she said it. The first time she said it was when they did Rocky Horror. Mm. And um, and they did that. Um, they did the funny thing where they sang at the oh, beginning yeah. and sang along with it. And you texted me. I don't know what's happening on PCD or what's going on in my earballs right now. And then later you said something the same on Twitter, but you used the word earballs on Twitter. Mm. And then within the next five podcasts or something like that, she thought it was so funny that she used it in one of their things. And Matthew's like earballs. <laughs> we're seeing earballs and then she didn't say it again until this last episode with tron right <laughs> and he did it again he's at earballs you're saying earballs <laughs> yes i said earballs Episode 200, or as we call it, our final episode of Pop Culturally Deprived. Now, you may be confused because you heard our wonderful, wonderful friends, Brandon and Jazzy, at the beginning of this episode, but don't worry, I am still Mandy. <laughs> and I'm Matthew. Hi. I'm still here. After all this time, you haven't got rid of me yet. <laughs> Uh, we wanted to do something a little, little bit different. We've not watched a movie for this. This is our retrospective. If you've not been playing along at home um, over the last 10 weeks, more, something like that, uh, this is our last episode of Pop Culture Deprived. We are finishing the show here. We think 200 is a good innings. We are going to be starting something different. So I think we'll talk a bit about all of that. Why we're stopping it? What's coming up? And we and we invited everyone to send in their messages, their comments. So we're gonna hear from some of our favourite people, some awesome people. We're going to talk to each other a lot about various things, and we're gonna tell jokes about things such as earballs. So, oh, we've got so much that we can talk about, so much to cover. Let's talk about why why we're finishing. I think I think we have said in in all the comments we've made that this is a thing we're gonna cover. Why? We're not going to be doing this anymore. You were pop culture deprived, and the aim was to watch classic stuff and talk about it and see what you thought of it and generally expand your pop culture education. Well, you know, I think we accomplished that goal. I mean, there are still yeah. things I haven't seen. No one person can watch every movie on the planet. I don't we can try. think. But we did accomplish <laughs> what we wanted to do. And now we want to be able to do more, like talk about things without the limits we mm -hmm. imposed for this show, such as asking, has at least one of us not seen the movie that we're going to talk about? Mm -hmm. Is it actually a classic or a cult hit, which we kind of got away from over the last year, but it's turned into this thing where we just want to be able to do more. Yes. Yeah, f fully agree. And I think we've obviously settled into a pattern a routine with how we do it and what we do and what we talk about and the areas that we look at and so on which is good fun and i think the, the our core audience the people who listen every week you know and certainly when they've seen the movie enjoy um but it's going to be nice to try something a bit different tackle these things in a slightly different way 
that's that's what I think I'm quite looking forward to because we always come into it with right okay I've watched the movie what are the things I'm going to try and pick up on for it now um let's, let's have a slightly more broad thing broad take on it mm. okay it also means we can watch movies from like the MCU or Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. or even you know way back classics like Casablanca I'm I'm amazed at the film you're not mentioning we could do the Princess Bride. Oh, we could do The Princess Bride. It is on the list, right? I have no idea. Someone needs to suggest it. Um, we can suggest movies for our own show. Ooh, risque. No, that's that for me has always been the film you want to talk about at some point and have never been able to. But for this thing, it's the, the sort of, you know, big shining example of what, what we could be doing. Oh, my gosh. That would be such a hard movie to do for <laughs> one of us. <laughs> And, and so, like, it's been 10 weeks that we've been telling people about this, but actually it was the end of 2020 that we really started making this decision. I think maybe even October, November. Yeah, it, it was definitely last fall-ish yeah. when we knew we wanted to do something different. But it wasn't mm-hmm. until we started recording the Christmas episodes that you had that great idea. Well, the, the, yeah, there is a Christmas episode that is the almost the demo reel for what we want to do. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was it was Jingle Jangle that made you specifically say that mm. we have a lot of fun when we disagree. Let's just <laughs> always disagree. But so, so we we yeah we started talking quite early. Like we need to change up what we're doing. So certainly through twenty twenty, the recording has become difficult. Fitting in times, obviously we're in two very different time zones, um, organising guests, figuring out movies. It, it's become a lot of work at a time when it felt like we should have lots of time for it, but we didn't have the headspace for it, necessarily. So that's why we, we did stuff. We, we went fortnightly, we stopped for a period, we did some reissue of shows, we, we tried various different things. But it, it's this fundamental recording that we wanted to sort of shift slightly and change how we approach it, because... We were having to look at movies. Has one of us seen it? Is it worth talking about? Is it actually available for us to talk about? <laughs> stuff stuff along those lines. And it always felt like 200 was going to be a good point to get to. So I'm very pleased we got here. I don't think that mm. either of us ever expected, back when we started talking about this in 2016, mm-hmm. that we would ever get 200 episodes no. out of this yeah. idea. And... and like during that period in in 2017, when we kept talking about the show and making it better and how we're going to do the next episode of the next episode and get this guest on and inviting people and, and really ramping up, we did always make comments of one day we will launch a different show mm-hmm. and we'll sort of go on to the next thing, but we'll just keep doing this for now. And, 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 and it was remembering that we'd had that conversation and said that a couple of times going, yeah, this almost makes sense. You know, whilst, yes, we're finishing Pop Culture Deprived. We're not stopping podcasting. We're saying we have cut our teeth on this thing. We have figured out how to record well. We've got ourselves set up. We've got a nice patter and a relationship that we can deal with. We're talking about movies in, in lots of different ways. How do we put apply that to the next thing? Yes. And take all that and use that as the launch pad for the next thing, which should be grander and better and amazing and super well. Okay. Let's not set the bar too high. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm sad we're ending pop culturally deprived, but I'm not as sad as if we were just stopping. I mean, my routine is generally still going to be the same. I'm going to watch a movie and then I'm going to talk to you about it and we're going to record it. 
But the structure is going to be different and the, the conversation is going to be different and the mm-hmm. way that we have that conversation is going to be different. But I'm not that sad and I'm not going to cry today because this is not yeah. our last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and I like, you know, we'll, we'll talk exactly more on the, the new format shortly, but I like the new format will sort of force both of us to think ahead of times. Uh, you know, what are the things I'm going to point? What are the points I'm going to pick up on? I can't just rely on, hey, we've got this list of cast performance effects, cinematography, plot, and so on. And let's just go down them and see if there's anything to comment on that occurs to us. It's like, oh, we actually have to come in prepared. Great. Yeah. And mm. I don't have to go into the movies blind anymore, mm-hmm. particularly if it's one I've seen before. So it yeah. should change the way I watch the movies. Right. Do you want to tell everyone what is coming then? Well, we're not supposed to talk about Movie Fight Club. It's the first rule of Fight Club. (laughs) Except I'm pretty sure we had to change that rule so that everybody would talk about Movie Fight Club. I mean, come on. Tell your friends and families because it is going to be a good time. (laughs) And it's already available if you look it up in your podcatcher of choice. Just waiting for us to keep recording. Every week... We are going to watch a random movie from our list, and a spinner will tell us which one of us will be pro that movie, and which one of us will have to say it's not a good movie at all. And regardless of our feelings, we will have to try to successfully argue our side that week. So we're basically going to argue about movies every week. It's going to be great. Nice. I look forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. Like, mm. I'm really excited about yes. it. Yeah, so the plan is to kick that off um, soonish. We don't actually have a plan for that yet. Soonish. We have not yet scheduled yeah. anything because we kind of wanted to get this done. Kind of get PCD done and in the books and just done. And then we can get started on the next thing and move forward. Um. It will be out soon. And starting off at fortnightly, again, you know, recording during everything that's going on and everything in our lives, it's, you know, not the easiest thing to do. So we're going to start fortnightly. Just get ourselves used to podcasting properly and the new show. It'll be good. It will be good. Mm. Right. So that's the admin out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the point of this episode 200 was a retrospective about our podcasting for Pop Culture Deprived, about what we've done. Um, so we asked for people to send us messages and thoughts and comments and things and we got lots of messages and thoughts and comments and things not so much commenting on the movies not so much commenting on what people enjoyed or didn't enjoy and wanted us to do and didn't so I'm you know disappointed in you all but we did also get some nice things so, <laughs> so let's hear some of what people have had to say Hey, Matthew and Mandy, it's Anna. I just want to congratulate you two on 200 episodes. That is such an amazing accomplishment. I want to congratulate Mandy on no longer being pop culturally deprived. I want to thank you two for everything you've done for the community, for introducing me to new voices and perspectives and making me think about films that I never even would have watched or thought of. And of course, for having me on your show. Um, I've really enjoyed my time um, listening to your show. And I'm so grateful that you two have poured 
your hearts and souls and times into making this. Um, it has been such a joy the last few years. And I'm really looking forward to what you guys do next. Love you. Bye. Oh, thank you, Anna. That's so sweet. I didn't realize I'd put that one first, or did, I, I don't think I quite clocked that was the one. It's the sort of thing I say to podcasters I really like about, oh, it's great being part of this community. It's great hearing other people and getting all the people on and what I found out from you and so on. Mm -hmm. It's just you and me talking about movies each week. <laughs> but this is, you know, there is there is more going on with it than just people listening to a show and going, ah, movies, good. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's I, I mean, it makes me feel all warm and, and slightly teary and stuff. So thank you very much, Anna. Yeah, I think my favorite thing about PCD is not the podcast itself. It is the community, the friends mm. that we've made, the people who have been there with us since the beginning and are still there with us, mm -hmm. uh, people who have found us over the years and have kind of joined that community. And I, I have an entire group of people that I've never met in real life that I consider my friends mm -hmm. because of this. And yeah. that is the best. Yeah, so that's, that's really nice. Like I say, no no actual comments on the thing. So, you know, not much for us to talk about, Anna, but <laughs> also a lovely message. So that, that was really nice. And, and we had another message from Maggie Grant. Uh, who said, I was sad to hear that Pop Culture Deprived is ending, but happy for the two of you will continue podcasting on Movie Fight Club. Love the premise for Movie Fight Club. At the end of each episode, will you reveal how you really felt about the film? I don't think Maybe. we have an answer to that question yet. Hmm. Hmm. It could hmm. go either way. There's, there's a couple of aspects to that where we might do a like Twitter poll, maybe. Mm -hmm. Who do you think won, in inverted commas, you know? Oh, the, the episode or made the best arguments but there might also be a we'll reveal it if we've had to go very against our own feelings because mm -hmm. that will be the interesting ones won't it yeah hmm. yeah i think i think every episode people are really going to want to know um but i don't think we've quite worked out yet hmm. what that looks like and, and i like going into a new podcast without knowing exactly what we're going to do all the time mm -hmm. because I want to be open to what it evolves to as pop culture deprived has. We've made lots of changes over the years. Absolutely. And I've enjoyed it every time. So mm -hmm. uh, Maggie continues in V Robin's hood in my mind, no Robin hood movie will ever top the adventures of Robin hood, 1938 with Errol Flynn and Olivia de Havilland. It has all the iconic scenes we know from Robin Hood's story, Robin fighting little John, robbing the rich to feed the poor, Robin winning the archery tournament in disguise, etc., And a beautiful love story to go with it. That kiss on the turret is iconic. This version does not include any re reference to Robin's time in the Holy Land. However, King Richard's return from the Crusades is a big storyline. I also appreciate that Maid Marian makes a conscious choice to help Robin and his men from within the castle by passing him intelligence in letters. Too bad she gets caught. For reference, I'm a 32-year-old American woman who has adored this version of Robin Hood most of my life. My, all, my family used to make fun of me for loving this film, made in the 1930s, but that's okay. Love what you love. All the best, Maggie. Well, I think that's definitely a lament that of the many versions of Robin's Hood that we did, we didn't do this one. We haven't covered that one. I mean, I mean, Errol Flynn, and I think that is at the peak Errol Flynn era, where he is, you know, swinging across swords in his mouth or the hat and the bow and so on, where he's doing some of the most interesting action stuff that had ever been done before. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah, I I don't know if I've seen that specific thing, but I have seen his films on Channel 4 of a, a Saturday morning, so 
They are very good. I've only ever heard the name Errol Flynn associated with Robin Hood, so I right. am oh, apparently okay. still pop culturally deprived in some ways. I oh, maybe I'm confusing with someone else. I'm sure I've seen him like as a pirate doing the like the knife down the sails mm. to get from the top of the sails to the bottom, that kind of thing. Who knows? Who knows? Um it's been interesting how much the Robin's Hood episode has garnered a lot of conversation. Particularly there has been so about... much conversation about the song. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly about the song and about the Prince of Thieves version in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the last one of all the films on the list. It was the last one that I'm like, Mandy, you have to watch this. This is it's criminal that someone of our generation has not seen this film. <laughs> I think should we've covered it sooner. Four years in, and you're still saying, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, I'm glad that one of our last episodes is one that has generated so much engagement. And Ooh. so many people have opinions about it. So I'm I'm glad we waited. Mm-hmm. But I'm also glad okay. I've seen it. So Yeah. I, I, and I, I love hearing all the stories about the song from, from different people in different places and different mm-hmm. viewpoints of it. Obviously... You didn't know it so well. I knew it just because of its record breaking over here. But then hearing people about, I think, generosity said everything about how important it was, like teen girls buying it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just swooning over the film and the song and so on. Wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations, Matthew and Mandy, for hitting 200 episodes of Pop Culturally Deprived. Uh, and I guess goodbye to co- pop culturally deprived as well since you're ending the show. I want to thank you guys for letting me be a teeny tiny tiny part of the the run of the show and I am very sad to see it go although I'm kind of two and a half months behind on listening to it so It'll be sometime this summer when I hit the last episode. But anyway, I look forward to Fight Club. Although, I guess we're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. Or are we? I guess we should probably talk about Fight Club so that people will listen to that. But, again... I I am so so proud of you guys for getting to 200 episodes and for everything you've done and especially for you Mandy since I guess you're now officially not pop culturally deprived. That seems to be the general consensus. I guess 200 movies, well, slightly less than 200 movies and a few television shows is is what it takes to make you <laughs> yeah. less pop culturally deprived. So Do do you feel that way after all this time? I do, but there are, there are still a lot of things on the list that I haven't seen. I mean, because the okay. list, yeah. we started with the giant list of things Mandy hasn't seen or read, mm-hmm. right? Like, that list still exists. It It is mm-hmm. a, a living document that has grown and grown. And I think we added more movies to it than we watched, honestly. Probably. Um, <laughs> because there's still so many things on there that I haven't seen. There are still John Hughes movies I haven't seen. Um, I still haven't seen like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I still haven't seen Terms of Endearment. I still haven't seen. Uh, oh, there was another one that I, I was looking at the list earlier today, and I was like, mm. I can't believe we never did that. Rebel Without a Cause. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, planes, trains, and automobiles. Just these are still Taxi Driver. 
Like, these are still iconic movies that I have Hmm. not seen. So there's still some bit Hmm. of, I can't believe you never watched that movie. But there's a lot that I've seen now, and I'm really glad that I have. Okay. Do do you feel you can partake in conversations more? I think that might have been part of your Mm -hmm. impetus for it was, was... People make references and I just don't get them. Mm-hmm. And... There are a lot of references that I now understand that I did okay. not know came from movies before. Mm. Um, things, I think when we started, like, and the ones that continually come up in conversation for me now are, like, The Big Lebowski and um, Pulp Fiction, Die Hard. And, and those I knew were going to be big ones, which is why those are all ones that came up in the first two months of the show. Mm. Like, I actually mm. think... Those are three of the first four episodes. Five? Four? Yes. Yeah. Um, Die Hard was one. Big Lebowski was three. Pulp Fiction was two. No, two. That's, those mm-hmm. are the first three episodes. Yeah. The first three. Okay. So, like, I knew those were big, big, big ones. And right. I'm really, really glad that we did them and that we did them so early. Hmm. But it's absolutely informed some of my vernacular okay. over time. And I don't necessarily know that I can specifically point out things, but... Mm. Um, I I am a wide adopter of the Captain America meme. I understood that reference because I do now on so many things. It's fantastic, and and you can only really use that if you are someone who has been through not understanding references. Yes, when, when understanding is a thing, you know, myself and friends who have seen lots of movies, it's like of course, like that's. Part of the reason I read and watch so much stuff mm-hmm. is to get the reference. Yeah. I don't like not knowing. <laughs> yeah. mm. Good. I mean, and, and you're absolutely right. No one can watch everything. I've got stuff on my watch list. I've got Peggy Sue Got Married on there. So loads of people are like, well, it's a staple. Everyone's seen that, surely. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, well, see? I assume you haven't seen these films, but I've got All About Eve on there, which I would love to see. Okay. Um, which I've got downstairs, I've not got around to it. E2 Mama Tambien is on there, which mm. everyone raves about and says is worth watching. Mm-hmm. So eventually we'll get through them. And, you know, some of these may come up in the new show. Mm, hopefully. So just because we don't have to have not seen something for the new show doesn't mean that we won't have seen it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So but that's the great thing is it, any any film, as long as we both, no, nope, as long as at least one of us says we're willing to watch yes. it. Yeah. If both of us go, yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Which there probably aren't many films like that. There were a handful that we have vetoed from the list already, mm. but that was for moral reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that is fair. There are films I'm like I'm not watching films starring or made by that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So an interesting thing I think since becoming a podcaster, I have become more of a podcast listener as oh. well. Mm. Um, before I started podcasting, I really only listened to like Serial and okay. Dusted. I mean, Dusted okay. is, of course, the the Story Wonk podcast that brought us together mm. um, way, way back when. And that's when I realized how much I enjoyed listening to those podcasts and then discovered the community where I met you and we started podcasting. Like, I just started inhaling podcasts at an incredible okay. rate. And now there's right. so many that I just can't listen to all the ones that I want to listen to. 
Mm. Um, there are a few staples where if a new episode comes out, I have to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mm-hmm. have so many. Like I'm a little bit like Garrett. I'm behind mm. on podcasts that I love and I want to listen to. But during the pandemic, there's no commute anymore, and that's when I listen. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, mm. I do listen in the shower, but you know, I'm only in the shower for ten minutes at a time. When people <laughs> talk for an hour and a half about a movie, you know, that's two weeks worth of showers for one episode. <laughs> So you're yep. never going to catch up. Um, but definitely, I think I think I listen to more podcasts because of it. And also, we were inspired by a podcaster, and we have in turn inspired other people to podcast. Mm. And so those are podcasts that have also been added to my list. And so Absolutely. it's yeah. like this never-ending cycle. Yeah. And and one day we'll we'll get to the bottom of the bucket maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, my my back catalogue exactly the same, and I'm trying to listen to more mm-hmm. um, to 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 catch up again. My back catalogue is currently mid December, so I'm listening to all the sort of best of the year list episodes. Oh wow! And, and I feel really bad about it. So I, I, you know, I've been working to catch up over the last month. So, you know, it was sometime around Valentine's Day, I think, and I'm sending messages to the ladies from um, Nature Finds a Way. Like, oh, I loved your Halloween episode. That was so cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I think it's great when somebody's listening to an older episode and they still reach out. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. And it, it makes me excited when people do it. Like, I know Laura recently has been, she is one of the people who won't listen to our episodes if she hasn't seen the movie. And mm-hmm. so now she's catching up on some of those and she's watching them. And it's so great to see her tweet about it. Like an episode mm. that we did a year ago and she's finally listening to it. Like, yeah. it restarts the conversation. It makes us think about it again. And it also just lets us know that people enjoy our content. It's great. It's, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. And that's funny because I've been listening to podcasts since 2009, at least. And oh, there's, wow. a, there's a few on my list that I still listen to, mm-hmm. um, even that, that, that were going back then. Um, but mostly about video games and just over time. It's like, well, you know, oh, there's a comedy thing. Oh, there's a movie thing. Oh, there's a you know, knowledge design one or something and just gradually adding more and more to the list. (laughs) Yeah, I was not an early adopter. (laughs) Hello, lovelies. It's Laura of the Stuart Berry Variety. Thank you for Pop Culture Deprived. It's led me to realise I was actually Pop Culture Deprived myself. I've still got 45 episodes I've not listened to yet as I am yet to watch the film. It's brought me a lovely group of friends, and ultimately it's led me to joining the Eloquent Gushing family myself. Quick plug for Marvelous Pod, where me, Matthew, and Abby Shaw cover the Disney Plus Marvel series. WandaVision's currently up, check it out. I've loved listening to the PCD episodes and your hot and not-so-hot takes. Listening to Mandy being right and Matthew being wrong all the time, it's been a delight. I can't believe it's been four years and I've somehow managed to have dinner with Mandy, who lives in the States, but never with Matthew when we used to live in the same city. Entirely my fault and something will rectify once the end times are over. While I'm going to miss PCD, for me it will live on, mainly in those 45 films I still need to watch and then listen to. But even after that sad day, when I watch the final film and listen to the final PCD episode, I will be able to console myself with Movie Fight Club. Thanks for listening on your... You've built a podcast empire and it all started here, pod. Hashtag Team Mandy. Much love. I love you, Laura. (laughs) Mandy's always right. Hashtag Team Mandy. Like, I love you, Laura. (laughs) I I wonder, uh, at some stage, 
it's going to go far enough. I'm just going to be like, right, you've got three more. And then you have to stop saying that. <laughs> at some point, it's just, it's going to be said at the wrong time. Or it's going to be one reference too many. And we're like, nope. Stop being funny now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So under Movie Fight Club, though, there's going to be some where you have the opinion. Like, you have to argue her opinion. Like, well, it's exactly. going to happen. Statistically. So, uh, unless ridiculous statistics kick in. But, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah, she's ab- absolutely right. Um, you know, there is a a picture of a spare seat in a cinema, filled with chairs, filled with bags and coats because Laura couldn't join us to Aww. catch a movie. There's the time she made me go on a date with someone, uh, with another friend <laughs> for the community, <laughs> because she couldn't make it, so it ended up with myself and one other person going to a wine bar, um, and having drinks. I had to tell. Catherine, you know, my partner, as soon as possible. Like, because it sounds like something from a rom-com. Like, you end up going to a wine bar or something. And then, like, Catherine's best friend would be there sending her pictures. Like, I think Matthew's on a date. <laughs> I remember that. You were... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. I remember that. <laughs> and and I had a lovely time with Carrie. It was a really terrific evening. But mm-hmm. also, it's the sort of ridiculous mistaken identity type shenanigans that happen. Um yeah, I, we, I got to enjoy a lovely evening with Laura and myself when I was in London for your wedding. <laughs> like I got to go meet you and Catherine and your family. And while I was there, that's when I got to meet her. And it was mm. wonderful. Nice. Yes, I think I was busy. Cause yes, yes, you were. Stuff to do. We have been through a lot on this show mm-hmm. between us. We've each moved at least once. Yes. You you have met Joseph. Yes. <laughs> we have both gotten married. Yes. <laughs> I've gotten pets. We've each gotten at least one new job. Yes. I've gotten two. Two. I got Stop. laid off and then got two jobs since then. Mm. So. Um, we've been through a global pandemic. We started other podcasts. We've done other projects. I've joined the film society and started running films with we them. Did. It's... I started narrating audiobooks. Mm, you've got stuff on Audible. You are on Audible. I am. I have three books. Person. on. If you search for Mandy Kay, you will find three books that I've narrated. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Lots mm. of life milestones. Mm. Three presidents. <laughs> Our podcast lasted Just. longer than uh, the most recent presidency. Mm. As Which is, you reminded me of that at, at one point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Did. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I think is so fun listening to all of these messages from our friends is that every single one of them is plugging Movie Fight Club. <laughs> like, our friends know us and they love us and they know what we're going to do next and they're making sure everybody hears about it and it's fantastic. And, and Laura's plugging the show she's on. She knows what to do. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to plug Marvelous too. Like, I know WandaVision's over at this point, but there will be other marvelous shows mm-hmm. and I'm really looking forward to it because you guys are so smart and so insightful <laughs> and it's incredible. It's going to be really interesting to see. And, and obviously by the time this comes out, people might know whether we have as much to say about the next show in the series yeah, or not. Cause we don't think we do, but at the same time we were all like, yeah, every week it'll be 20 minutes. We'll get into it. And it's just been so much to dig into. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm. Yeah. 
So definitely, if you guys like the MCU and the MCU yeah. shows on Disney Plus, go listen to Marvelous because Laura, Abby, and Matthew have some really good conversations. It's marvelous. Indeed. <laughs> Hi, Matthew and Mandy. This is Generosity on Twitter. Congratulations on 200 episodes. At the beginning of your podcast, it was so refreshing to hear about someone who was even more pop culturally deprived than I was. But after 200 episodes of movies, I don't think that's the case anymore. So congratulations on that too, Mandy. Every time one of your episodes showed up in my feed, I knew I would probably end up learning a little something about the movie, but more importantly, would end up feeling entertained. Even when, or perhaps especially when, I disagreed with your take on a movie. I'm very happy that while this marks the end of Pop Culturally Deprived, it doesn't mark the end of your podcast showing up for me, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys put together for us next. Jen's such a pro. Absolutely. <laughs> just She does this uh, things like this on Instagram, and you can just see there's been a bit of practice in there, and I'm going to launch it and present it. It's great. Mm-hmm. You know, she brought up something that, I was so surprised to find out how many other people in the world hadn't seen a lot of these movies as well. Mm. I thought I was alone. I mean, that's mm. one of the reasons I wanted to podcast about it was so that I wouldn't be alone anymore. Right. And every week I would find people who said, I haven't seen that either. And that finding out you're not alone on something like that when you've had so mm. many people be like, I can't believe you haven't seen that is is wonderful and so i'm really glad that you know both jen and laura you know have had movies where they hadn't seen them either and now they're watching them too mm. it's great there is this weird thing and i don't think there should be but there is this weird thing of guilt over not seeing in inverted commas classic movies mm-hmm. um as, you know people saying oh i feel like i should have seen that or yes some point i need to sit down and watch that like Watch whatever you want to watch. It's fine. It's easy to say that, but we also live in a world where people look at you and be like, oh, my God, you haven't seen that? And <laughs> I mean, and I'm guilty of that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do it I do it to my husband all the time. I'm like, you don't know who Chris Evans is? I mean, he does, but I, I couldn't come up with anything better. But, like, I do that to him all the time, and then I realize, oh, I'm, I'm shaming him, and that's horrible. But mm. it's like I'm conditioned to think that way because other people have done that to me. And I think mm-hmm. that drives that feeling of guilt and hmm. you should watch these things. You should because everybody else has. I I love the variety of stuff that we've covered. Mm-hmm. Like, we, you know, we've had, uh, uh, particularly from a guest perspective, we've had people coming on and talking about films that I think, yes, we should be talking about. Gross Point Blank, Little Shop of Horrors. You know, they might be slightly cult hit type mm-hmm. things but are really great films for, for people to watch. And I'm clearly looking at the list for a certain period of the list, things like the Rocky Horror Picture Show and Jaws mm-hmm. and so on. But then within that, we've also had people coming up with slightly out of left field things, Desperately Seeking Susan, Some Kind of Wonderful. Well, right. Films, that, yeah, films that aren't necessarily hugely ma- mainstream mm-hmm. or a, as much as other films on the list. I mean, we've got... Anna sent us a message, brought on Working Girl, right. which is a great film and well worth watching. But when you've got a list that also featured Jaws and Godfather and Die Hard and things, might not stand as high as, you know, classics. Again, classics in inverted commas. Yeah. 
Diana who came on and talked about Saved. Saved. I hadn't even seen Saved. Oh, I forgot we did that movie. Yeah. Hmm. There, we we have absolutely done a wide, wide variety. And yeah. I mean, even, you know, recently we started doing new Netflix Christmas movies and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And um, we just we just had fun with it. Yeah. We had so much fun with it. It's been great. It's been great doing the variety of it. We haven't been, oh, we're going to only watch films with a certain number of watches, films above a certain rating. We haven't said it has to be films from a certain era or genre or something. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you can go from Die Hard to When Harry Met Sally to Twilight. Twilight. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I do love that we decided to do some reverse pop culturally deprived and, and make you watch some movies you hadn't seen before. Yeah. And again, that's part of being open for, although it's not necessarily part of the scheme of work for the <laughs> for the show, mm-hmm. it is, yeah, why why wouldn't we? Of course, right. you know, it, it would be a great thing to do. So, But it's being open to where a show or something might take you, which is the hope for the next thing. So we might go, actually, yeah, let's do it where we both argue the same, again, just picking an idea out of random, we both argue the same point because it's a terrible film, so... <laughs> blow this let's just both argue that it's terrible in different ways <laughs> yeah yeah let's argue about what we think the worst thing about this film is <laughs> i mean i'm not saying we've ever done that before mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite episode that we've done <sighs> not necessarily the favorite movie that we've done but what's the favorite episode oh mandy I have no idea. You're supposed to be like prepared for this. Taking out guests, because I feel like it might be a bit hard to start talking about like, oh, favorite guests and who came on and did injury. Because, you know, we've had such a variety of guests, people we knew, people we didn't know, mm-hmm. people who are celebrities, mm-hmm. at least to us, people who this was the one time they've ever podcasted. Um There is something about Star Trek V that really stands out for me. Because it's a, it's a dreadful movie. And we both agree it's a dreadful, <laughs> dreadful movie. That's one of the, the sort of finest examples for me of we figured out a way to fix the movie and mm. improve it. Which again became oh, not necessarily a crutch, but a thing we did very regularly. Mm-hmm. A, a thing we would go to, right, didn't quite like this. What do we think would have improved it? And that's hard because not everything is for everyone. So right. the fact I didn't like it doesn't necessarily mean it needs improving. Mm-hmm. Except for Star Trek V because it's a bad movie. <laughs> so <laughs> what could we come up with? And we actually ended up coming up with a series of very good ideas, I think. Okay. Through that discussion. And and that was, yeah, that has made me go away and go, at some point I would love to script or edit together something of what Star Trek V could be if we improved it. Mm-hmm. it. When we Did we do Passengers in the end? We didn't, did we? No. But we talked about it because a guy had done a video about how, how to improve Passengers and, and make it a better film. Okay. And, and we talked about it and I was like, yes, that's true, except I think if you take it to this next step, it makes it even better and so on. I wanted to take his video and iterate on it. Okay. Star Trek Five is the one for me where I'm like, yeah, we did that. We absolutely nailed that. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm. How about you? Do you have a favorite? Uh, my favorite episode, I think, 
and th- I think this is going to surprise you. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It, it is one that's been referenced a lot by you. And I think it is so memorable because of what happened on that show. Yeah, I think, well, for a couple reasons. One, I was sick. And it was very late when we recorded. I don't know what time it was for you, but I have this memory that it was like 9 p.m. for me and midnight for you or something like that. I could be wrong. Possibly. Mm-hmm. It may not have been quite that late, but I was sick. This was back when we were still recording on headsets. And so I was <laughs> laying in my bed recording this with you. <laughs> and I felt miserable. I was so worried because we were still relatively new friends at that point mm-hmm. and i hated monty python <laughs> hated it with a passion and we had so much fun recording that some of it was because i was you know hopped up on cold medication but <laughs> we just made each other laugh and it was it was the episode that made me realize that even when i didn't like the movie or you didn't like the movie we could still have a good and fun and productive conversation about it and mm-hmm. I think that kind of changed my mindset about the podcast in general and how our future episodes would go. Okay. And so it yeah, always yeah. stuck with me as, like, that was a pivotal episode. Right. And I I had so much fun recording it with you, even though I hated the movie, hmm. that it's just stayed with me. Nice. Okay. Got it. So probably the worst movie we did, but my favorite episode. So... <sighs> You know, so so I've I've been clicking through, and apologies if if the clicks are coming through. I've been trying to find it whilst listening to you. I have been listening to you. Uh-huh, I know sure. ev- I know everything you said about <laughs> you know Ghostbusters. Um, it was the tenth of March that we recorded that. Okay. Almost exactly four years ago today. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was eleven p.m. We started. Okay, so it was super. Li- I was I was thinking it was super late. For you, for sure. Because I feel like you were a little punchy because you were tired. I was on gold <laughs> and, and it was a Friday as well. Yeah. So yeah. it was, we powered through it, but we had fun. We made it fun. Um, mm-hmm. and, and now, so everybody's going to go listen to that episode again now. And it's probably terrible quality because <laughs> it was so early on in our run. But it, I think it, it was pivotal for me and my mindset moving forward Mm -hmm. on this show so i'm so glad we did it and i had a lot of fun my favorite movie that we did well just to interrupt you on on that yeah so uh, that weekend Catherine was away Mm. so i might have been planning to stay up late anyway that's fine the next day we recorded serenity oh god well exactly (laughs) so so we knew we were coming up on a film that neither of us liked yeah where we were uh, should I say this? We were having a guest who was going to come and talk about the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up just being the two of us. So we ended up just slating that film. <laughs> yeah, I know we made it that way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good times, good times. When you say talking on headsets, all it makes me think of is is when we go back and listen to them. And, you know, I'd listened to podcasts for so long and you you had listened to a good number of podcasts, but those sort of very high-end professional serial podcasts. Mm-hmm. And we came on and wanted to be, hi, I'm Matthew and I'm here to talk about movies with you. So why don't we, no energy to it whatsoever, <laughs> just trying to be as professional sounding as possible. Yeah. And then when I think about the setups we have now, where we've got professional sounding, you know, a bit of better equipment, better, better you know, things actually built in now. So we're not connecting and disconnecting all the time. 
But we always come to it with energy and we want to be like, hi, this yeah. is the show. We're here to have fun. It's going to be great. You mm-hmm. know, we don't, not we don't care about sounding professional, but we know that actually that's not the most entertaining compared to we want everyone to have fun when they listen to us and, mm-hmm. and you know, take away an interesting conversation and, and whatever we do. But not to talk down here because, hello, I'm Matthew and I'm watching a lot of movies. How do you well- do? And we also don't fully script everything we're going to say either. That makes a big difference. Our outline for Pulp Fiction and Die Hard were pages and pages and pages (laughs) long. So. Which I think was good to get over our nerves about it. You know, I don't don't regret doing it, but yeah, it's very different now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You were about to talk about favorite movie. So my favorite movie that I hadn't seen prior to any of this. Mm -hmm is actually Ghostbusters 2016. Oh. I think that's my favorite movie out of all of the new-to-me movies that we watched. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But there are a lot that I really, really loved. Um, mm-hmm. I know I always go back to The Godfather, and I think that's just because I was so surprised by how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. And so that one sticks with me. Um, oh, what else? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay, definitely yeah, yeah. a big one for me because as nice. I discovered, I am Clark Griswold. <laughs> Very much so. Um they're not my favorites, but I love that we did all of the Star Trek movies. Mm. I love it. Yeah. So I think um Brucky Horror Picture Show is also up there for me. Mm-hmm. Particularly because, you know, you rewrote the song and we all sang it together (laughs) me you and kate it's great yeah i mean there there's a lot of good stuff in here um we did tv like i did not like firefly before we watched firefly and and i even said that like in the first episode where we started talking about it but by the end of that run i was Mm -hmm. a full firefly convert at that point um the same with parks and rec we did the pilot episode and I hated it and was like, I don't want to watch this. And then we still did it. And now it's one of my favorite television shows of all time. Okay. You know, so the the show, PCD, has changed, like, what I watch. And mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. like, the consideration that I give to something before I make a final determination. Because I have realized that I may think I hate something, but if I actually give it a chance, I probably won't. Right. Unless mm-hmm. it's Monty Python. <laughs> and I know that people who listen to the show, like this has been the impetus for them watching a lot of these things as well. I think we've heard from a couple, but we, we had a great message from uh, Abby, who co-hosts Marvelous at this AE show. I have watched so many new things because of this podcast, revisited so many old ones, and had some incredible conversations, sometimes even with you two wonderful people. You've given me so much to consider, and often angles and considerations that would that never would have occurred to me otherwise. I will greatly miss your strong and varied opinions in this specific format and have been stockpiling ahead of the reopening of gyms because somehow PC Deprived went so well with my lifting. <laughs> we we give you strength. <laughs> or we're easy to ignore when you're straining to... Yeah. Um, I, you see, I was about to... When you're straining too, and I think lift is the right term, and I don't know what Abby lifts. And I'm worried I might say something that's like either offensively too small or offensively too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I just stepped back from the precipice there. All right. I, 
I know what's next will be just as engaging. But I really am in awe of how solid and interesting every episode of this show has been in its own way. I'm sorry I didn't record a better message out loud before I had meetings all day. Another thing I've learned is that I always leave nice things until the last possible minute. Oh, we all do that, Abby. Don't worry. Yeah, that's that's human. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had a written message from our friend Rachel um, at Farflung Hope 5 on Twitter. She said, 200 episodes is a heck of an accomplishment. I'm honored to have been a part of a few episodes, and I have laughed, cringed, and even cried along a few times. Mm -hmm. Doctor Who episodes, sniffle. And constantly talk back while listening. I shared some of Mandy... I can't even say my own name today, apparently. <laughs> shared some of Mandy Python's pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> I shared some of Mandy's pop cultural pop culture deprivation for many years and came to some current favorites late myself. Not as many as Mandy, but plenty. I'm so glad you got to Fargo this year and that Mandy liked it for all the reasons that I do. Please watch the shows. They are a delight. I can't wait to hear what comes next for Eloquent Gushing. At this point, I'll follow you anywhere and listen to you talk about anything. Heart emoji. Aww. Yay. Yes, we did cover Doctor Who, didn't we? Mm. We did curated list for you and you still didn't like mm -hmm. it at the end so we're not going to talk about that uh, it was fine i've i've watched handfuls of it since mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay mm. <laughs> your pal caitlin here to say a word about my favorite eloquent gushing show marvelous i mean the bunny has to be mephisto right old scratchy obviously the devil uh, this isn't about marvelous but I have so many theories I want to talk about. Oh, okay then. Um, what about that that other superhero one where they talk about the Flash, which, as we all know, has a character named Caitlin and is therefore superior to the rest of the Arrowverse. No. Uh, the one about baking. Then I don't. I don't really understand how you podcast about baking, though. I mean, sprinkle the flour on the. No, okay. Oh, 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 you mean the absolute best eloquent gushing show ever, the one with me. I mean, if you want to hear two grown women get confused about the word good a lot, then no? Huh. I don't even... What other shows are there? But seriously, folks, all these other shows and some that I couldn't even come up with something stupid to riff about wouldn't ever exist without pop culturally deprived and i wouldn't have gotten the chance to become friends with you both and podcast with you and it's been such a blast so congrats on 200 episodes and leaving the show in a good place and good luck on all your future endeavors which should of course include more of me and it will because caitlin and i have a new podcast coming very soon <laughs> Every time I hear that message, I crack up. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Caitlin knows what, what they want and goes and gets it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to podcast. I want to talk to people about shows. <laughs> yes. Terrific. I love it. And I mean, people jokingly say that we have a podcast empire and it, it's it's funny because it's kind of true because we have so many shows. <laughs> right. But I mean, I think we got smart about it after pcd pcd is the only one that has been weekly in perpetuity right mm -hmm. everything else has mm -hmm. been kind of seasonal and easy to manage chunks with people that we love and it's it's been so much fun um yeah 
so we we do we this was the springboard for both of us to doing other shows with other people you started mm-hmm. podcasting with your wife i can't mm-hmm. get my husband to podcast with me but that's okay <laughs> i have great friends like kelly jones who did southern fried pop culture with me and caitlin who did desire made real and now we're going to be doing enter the fold and it's going to be wonderful nice yay podcast do you know there is space for a shorter more accessible destiny podcast i think some sort of news some sort of what are we working on in the game sort of thing we could flesh mm. that out. That that might mm. get Joseph interested. Because mm. we... all the ones on there are like an hour, hour and a half, two hours every time yeah. they come out. Like that's a lot, guys. Come on, come on. It's a video game. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that's why I don't even listen to the YouTube guys very much anymore because mm-hmm. every every one of their episodes is so long. Yeah. And it's just tough. But of course, I'm not even playing Destiny right now either. So <laughs> who has time for that? So I wanted to ask you, and uh, this might be a, a, a redundant question for you, of any films that we've not covered that you, are, like, if we'd done one more episode, we would have included X or Y. Uh, because, of course, if you'd wanted to cover it, we would have covered it when we were coming up with all the films we've covered. Like, <laughs> half of them have been you going, oh, yeah, I'd really like to just see that. Great, yeah. let's put it on the list. So, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, mm-hmm. great example of that, so... Yeah, there. I mean, there are some that I don't know. There's any where I would say if we had had just one more movie, one more episode, we would have done X, right? Okay. Like, I don't think I can narrow it down. There's just one that I wish we had done. But there are still movies that I want to see mm-hmm. that were on the list that we haven't done. You know, and okay. I mentioned a few of these earlier. You know, Rebel Without a Cause, such a classic movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would like it, but. It's something I should see at some point. Um, Terms of Endearment. Again, classic. Probably going to make me cry. I'm not sure why I've never seen it, but probably should. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, just just things like that. Um, You know, there's other movies that aren't necessarily... They didn't necessarily meet the criteria for PCD, so even though they're on the list, that's probably why we never got to them. Mm-hmm. Um, things like Requiem for a Dream or Room 237 or Snakes on a Plane, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But there's always going to be movies I haven't seen that I want to see. Okay. I think that it, it's, it's, it's a living, breathing thing. It's never going to be done. Mm-hmm. I know what the answer to this question is for you. There are two things that you really wish we had done. Oh, really? Okay, go on then. Dune. Okay. And 2001. Okay. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, Dune, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about, to be honest with you. Yeah, because we, what we were going to be doing... God, yeah, this is a regret of the show. In November, when the Dune um, movie was going to be coming out, mm-hmm. the, the new version, we were going to do a month of Dune. Yeah. God, if any, it come out in June, eh? Um... But we were going to do the book and then the, the original movie and then the TV miniseries and then the new movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? 2001, I'm still on the fence of. I'm very happy to talk about it, but also I, I know what the criticisms are with that film and why other people don't like it. So fine. So much so that you put it on the list for the new show. Oh, yeah. You like, want to talk about this movie. Oh, I want to talk about it. But at the same time, I get it. 
you want me to be forced to argue that it's a good movie, don't you? I I want you to be forced to argue that it's a bad movie. <laughs> but you've uh-huh. already said you think I'm going to hate it. Yeah. So that should be We easy. shall see. We shall see. I think I think it's a better movie to discuss in the movie fight club format than in the pop culture pride format. I think that's the core of that thing. Okay. But there's a reason I'm asking this this question after hearing from Caitlin. Okay. Who thank you very much for your message, Caitlin. It made me laugh when I was listening to all these messages and getting a little bit weepy. Uh, <laughs> so that was nice and, and so well spoken. It was a lovely, well recorded message. I really wish we'd done the animated Lord of the Rings. Just uh, and to have a crossover, one of all of the so you want to be talking mm-hmm. crew on to talk about it because because I love that it, it means a lot to me. So okay, uh, well you know just because we didn't do it on PCD doesn't mean we can't do it. It can it can be a, well, exactly. something we put on Patreon. It doesn't even have to be exclusive. It can be public mm. facing. Mm. But we have a platform to still do that. Exactly. So and and there are other films that I would love for us to. Uh, get to do at some point like you say you know th- this isn't that we're never going to get to do them but there are films like cabaret mm. uh that would be great to talk about i mean we've never covered kubrick and i adore stanley kubrick his his you know whole catalogue of works that he did it'd be great to talk about any of them except the one i haven't seen uh, we didn't do <laughs> um, any stanley kubrick no because you've seen The Shining, which would yeah. have been the most obvious one. Barry Lyndon's really long. A Clockwork Orange, I'm not sure about. The other one we definitely didn't do. Doctor Strangelove would have been quite a fun one. We're not doing Spartacus, because there's not enough time in the world. His early stuff is great, but not classic enough. Mm. And I've not watched Lolita, and I'm really not sure I want to. Okay. Yeah. I guess mm. for some reason I thought we had I think I think it's because I still mix up one flavor of the cuckoo's nest and a clockwork orange. Okay. <laughs> because I don't I didn't know what either of them were about and I both kind of just have this mindset that they're both about craziness. Crazy craziness. So but but yeah, there are there, there are many films that I I'm hoping we get to eventually. Much to do about nothing. Be a great one to do. My blue heaven. Mm-hmm. Be great fun to do Fil- films that I want to share with you because I think you're going to love them. So we we never did, and we talked about doing Snatch as the follow up to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, mm-hmm. and actually do- doing comparison on them. So that's one we should make sure is on the list. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot more for us still to hear, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I sure. mean, we're certainly not done talking about movies. No, no, we're not. So, <laughs> so Matthew, before we wrap up this episode mm. i'm i'm really curious about any stories that you want to tell us about recording you know what have you <laughs> liked about the guests that we've had has there been a favorite thing that that we've done like technically like what just tell me what you want to tell me i mean there are stories but they're not going in recorded format <laughs> so we're keeping <laughs> some of them back frankly okay. um I don't know if it's funny or not, but we've had at least one episode where I had, I was plagued by technical issues, just could not connect, could not maintain a connection. It was just frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
And the fact it was the Schindler's List episode, it's the one that we're dealing with this really serious subject. And this like, we need to get, in, you know, we're going to have some quite intense conversations here. Right. And I just kept disconnecting and not being able to continue the conversation. And it was like, oh, God, this is going to make it the worst. And I think that's another one of the great episodes. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you know, it's it's something we talked about. Should we do this? Is it easy? How do we do this? How do we get into it? What do we cover? I think it's great. I think we did absolutely a wonderful job there doing something that was not naturally very easy yeah yeah easy easy is not the right word whatever the word is um so there's that there's the fact that when i think back of technical issues it's the one that i wish we never had technical issues on um we've obviously had very late recordings we've recorded with people in new zealand a few times Mm -hmm. which has been i think midnight for you 6 or 7 p.m. No, sorry, midnight for me, 6 or 7 p.m. for you and 9 a.m. for them. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> Just, we've all got slightly weird, different energy, yeah. which is good fun. Um, and then, and there's the stories of who we, in, of inviting people and trying to get people on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we've reached out to a lot of people, some of which we've had rejections from, some of which we've heard, heard nothing from. Um what comes to mind are two authors that I invited on. I was going to say, do you want to tell your story about your favorite rejection? Um, yeah, because there's one. There is one great rejection. Am I going to say who it is? Yeah, I'm going to say who it is. So I wrote and invited on Judy Bloom. Mm-hmm. I, I I read so much Judy Bloom when I was very young. I think because my sister read them and I copied my sister on a lot of things. So I read Judy Bloom, and so when I suddenly realized you could get in touch with Judy Bloom, that I mean that was quite a moment. Like I could send Judy Bloom a message. Oh, that's, that's a bit strong. Ooh. So, but I sent her a message. Said we did this thing. Would love to hear about uh, her favorite film and have fun to discuss it. And then got a message back fairly quickly from her assistant saying, "Judy's really pleased to be invited. It's very lovely of you, but she's actually launching a new bookshop at the moment. All her time is invested in that. So sorry, she won't be able to right now." I was like, "No, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. She can do whatever she wants. She's Judy Bloom. It's okay." Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really exciting. I. I don't have any stories like that. The, the the ones I either got a yes or I got no response at all, mm. except from from one person, and she was open to the idea. I'm not even gonna say who this was, but she mm. was open to the idea. But there were some outstanding reasons for why she couldn't do it, and so I reached mm-hmm. out again to say, "Well, do you have time now?" And then I never heard back. So yeah. I was very, very disappointed about that one because it was a possibility and yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but other I, than that, I either got yeses or just no response at all. So I think mm. you definitely have the best rejection. <laughs> I had one the same that was can't do it now, but can do it next year from this point onwards because of you know business and other work. And then the point next year was March 2020. So I didn't, oh. I didn't reach out again. I thought yeah. that was not going to be the place to follow up. Um, the, the other one... The the other author to mention, I'm not going to say who it is because it's a slightly weird one, but where it might even have been 2017 I reached out, possibly 2018. Mm-hmm. I sent this lovely message, love your work, it's terrific, it's so great, would love to talk to you, you clearly have a great fondness for pop culture, so on and so forth. And nothing, exactly like you say, quite often you don't hear back from things, fine, fine, it is what it is. And then during 2020, I got a message from a publisher saying... Hi, Matthew. We've just picked up this email that you sent. And we it turns out we have a mailbox we should have been monitoring and we haven't been for several years. Oh. 
do let us know if we can help any further. Like, that's that's really weird. That's yeah. weird. And they're probably like a bit sheepish, like, oh, crap, there's all these emails that we should have been picking up that we've not picked up. Mm-hmm. But then I heard from the author themselves mm-hmm. who said, the chance is probably already gone, but do let me know if I can help. It would be great to, you know, be blah, blah, blah. But again, it was fairly late in 2020. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're already talking about finishing it. So I'm not I'm not going to add that extra pressure to because, again, it would be a slightly weird energy to have someone who, hey, you invited me on three, four years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now we're, we're winding down. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Funny times. It, it definitely has given at least me the confidence to reach out to people that I never thought I would have before. Mm. Right. Like, like you reaching out to Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I reached out to none of them responded, but I did reach out to Felicia Day, Tom Link, Will Wheaton. Like oh, right. I picked some really <laughs> big name people. And of course I didn't hear back from any of them, but you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So That's at least true. I tried, you know, I was willing to put myself out there for that. And let me just tell you, it would have been absolutely amazing if, if any of them had mm-hmm. even responded just to say no, but mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. It's totally fine. I think my biggest one like that was Ava DuVernay, oh, uh, yeah. the, the director, because I have a t-shirt with her, her name on it and I wore it and I posted it and she obviously has a Google alert or something for her name. She then shared it on her Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so weird. I'm, a, I'm on Ava DuVernay's stories. Right. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's quite a thing. And exactly like you say, I was like, I sent her a message saying, thanks, amazing, I love your work, blah, blah. I would be remiss if I let this opportunity go past without asking if you would possibly <laughs> come and maybe, maybe, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So mm. I think we've learned a lot about ourselves and other people in this yeah. process. So. But we have had a great fleet, sweet group set of guests over Absolutely. the years. Just we've had so many cool people. So like I say, bringing on big films, Ghostbusters for Brandon. You know, we've had people coming on and talking about what what are films we would always have covered, significant films, and bringing on completely random stuff. Jan coming on and talking about Mystery Men. Mm. And I thought I was the only person in the world who liked that film, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, we've had some guests who have completely changed directions. Because for a lot of people, I would reach out and my introduction would be, what's your favorite movie? And right. then if the movie mm-hmm. was on the list, I'd be like, hey... Do you want to come talk about this? And I did that with Julia Morizawa, who plays Dr. Mm -hmm. Bright on The Bright Sessions. Mm -hmm. And her favorite movie was The Whale Rider. And so I reached out and, you know, introduced myself and told her about the podcast and said, you know, so I want to invite you to come talk about Whale Rider with us. And she was like, this is a great idea, but I looked at your list and I really want to talk about the perks of being a wallflower instead. Mm. And so we did that show with her talking about the perks of being a wallflower. And then later on, you and I did the whale rider anyway. Yeah. It's fantastic. Awesome. So much fun. So much fun. And and I was delighted to have read that book. Mm-hmm. Like we, we didn't do, you know, and we did talk a few times about doing proper book and film comparisons. Um, but I just wanted to read the books. I'd heard things about it. And I, it was a great book. It was so well told and mm-hmm. so interesting to then talk about mm-hmm. how this film, how do you adapt this film and whether it works or not. Yeah. Hmm. Terrific. So, I th- I, yeah, thank you to all our guests. Thank yes. you to all our listeners. Thank you to everyone who has ever been involved or helped or talked to us about this. 
it's, it's made it worthwhile. Absolutely. I can say 100% without a doubt that my life is better for this podcast, the people who have been involved in this podcast, mm. and who are now in my life because of it. Mm. 100% better. Love it. Yeah. Fa- so, fabulous. Uh, I think this is really, and, and I know you just said thank you, but I think this is where we say thank you to everybody. We can't call everybody out by name because there's just so many of you. But and you can probably see me trying go yeah. through the list and be like, oh yeah, this person, brother, this one. Hey, Kate and Lost Boys and Laura and these films and <laughs> right, absolutely. Um, it's 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 been a wonderful four years, and you know we we've met people that we never would have met otherwise, mm. and it's just it has been a wonderful time, and I'm so happy that we did this. I am sad to see it go. But I'm also happy that it gives us a chance to grow and to do something new. Yeah. Yeah. So. Really excited for what comes next. So as we said up top, there is a episode already there, the intro episode for Movie Fight Club. So whatever you use to listen to podcasts, just search for Movie Fight Club. You'll see it. It's a big picture of our faces <laughs> grimacing and having a fight club set up. Um, come and join us there. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't, I can't wait to launch that. Yeah. <laughs> so here's to the next four years. Absolutely. And to finish us off, we're going to go out as we came in with Brandon and Josie having a, a, a conversation. So we hope you all enjoy and thank you again. Do you remember how you found out about Pop Culturally Deprived? I do. I remember um, I remember you told me about it and I actually remember the whole pop culture. Really, I need to learn how to say pop culturally deprived. <laughs> That's really good. Um, no, that was... Not my intro to podcasting, but my or to podcasts, but my intro to maybe podcasting. Yeah, I guess because you and I had bantered this idea around a little bit, but then you told me about. I remember you saying, "I just did this recording thing, and it was awesome. It's super cool when a guy in Alaska and a girl in North Carolina and a guy in England can get together and like talk about something they like." And you guys had recorded Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't listen to it right away because I'm an obnoxious completionist. <laughs> so I remember knowing that I wanted to listen to this and I had a rare and glorious weekend by myself. And I was staying at a friend's, staying in a friend's camper on the beach. Mm-hmm. And so I was taking a nice long walk on the beach and I took a really long walk on the beach and I listened to like all five or six of those pop culturally deprived episodes all at once. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking maybe I should have watched Die Hard before I listened to this, but I just kept <laughs> listening because I had to listen to him in order. And I walked and listened so long that the tide came in and trapped me. So I listened a little bit longer. <laughs> and somewhere around the time that you and Ghostbusters showed up in my earballs while I was sitting stranded on the rocks waiting for the tide to go back down um, mm-hmm. is also the same time that the Coast Guard helicopter flew over oh, cool. across my head and i thought oh that's funny isn't that brandon's in my balls and then there's a coast guard helicopter that's not why is it not rescuing me because i was stuck on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> but that is the first time i remember listening to it i listened to a whole bunch all in one weekend right um and totally hooked it was very yeah. fun i do remember listening to the diehard episode and um and how like casually they talk to each other and how how much like uh i just 
I felt like um, they were already like pro level, you know, like. Yeah, they had the perfect rapport. Right. For um, bantering with each other. Yeah. And I also remember like I I reviewed them because like I I was so excited that uh, um that it just seemed like normal people doing something that I wanted to help them as much as possible. So I rushed <laughs> to do a review within the first three episodes being released. Mm-hmm. And in my review, I talked up Mandy and Matthew <laughs> before oh. they were uh officially like before Matthew was officially a co-host. Oh, okay. And and then after they announced that they were going that way, I was like, "Oh, I see." <laughs> but that, that I think that was just a product of them having s- such great conversations and and like challenging mm-hmm. each other on um on the way they thought and the the like I guess I don't want to say the way they argued, but like they uh, fed off of each other and yeah, burst they really were well. Able, <laughs> they were able to debate without arguing right. in an obnoxious manner. Um, if, is that what you meant? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't want to use the word argue for some reason. Right. Yeah. And um, they're totally, you know, tearing it down in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, uh, uh, well, I mean, Mandy helped us a ton yes setting this up well mandy helped you set it up (laughs) um and i i appreciate her for that but like more more than that like that she brings that to everything she touches like a really like high level ability to converse with people in a way that's like it's just clear. It's so clear. <laughs> Everything she does is so clear. Like she, she doesn't do what I've been doing for the last three minutes, <laughs> like stumbling <laughs> over the things that I want to say. Um, and I, I, I really want enjoyed to give her. compliment. Can't <laughs> quite do. Yeah. Like I, I really enjoyed her on our podcast for that same reason. It's like, she just oh totally fit right in. And uh, I, I don't feel like we missed out on anything she wanted to say. And it was great. I also enjoyed her on my podcast or on our podcast. Yeah. Cause she, you're right about that. Like just really concise and clear. And I like that. Um, I like that even when she and Matthew feel the same way about something, they each have something different to say about it. Mm-hmm. Like they, when they're personally, I kind of like it when they pick at each other a little bit and have yeah. disagreements, but um, even when they both, like something they will bring different aspects of what and why they like and it makes it a more well-rounded picture so they're coming up on 200 episodes Mm, 200 is the last one i think um yeah so removing any episode that you or i start in what's your favorite Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say any episode that you or I starred in? Yes. Oh, I love that. I think we were stars, right? <laughs> By the time they got around to using us, we were the ones bringing the pro disembodied voice weights <laughs> and flinging it around all over the microphone. <laughs> um, I have an answer for this. 
I have listened to every single episode, including the ones of the movies that I have not seen. Die Hard is one of the first ones that I remember. And I remember being so impressed that I could really enjoy and love this podcast, even though I'd never seen the movie. Seen the movie. Right. And I'm very sorry. I never, I still have not seen that. I've seen pieces of Die Hard, right. not all the way through. Um, I am scrolling through extremely early ones because I know that I liked them all. I did very much enjoy the uh, few recordings that I got to do with them. Right. Yeah. Despite the fact that you and I were the stars of, <laughs> of this, I thoroughly enjoyed going back and listening to uh, Dumb and Dumber. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sorry about that <laughs> because <laughs> it just kind of embodies the um, even, I mean, Mandy hated that movie with a passion. Yes. It might have been, there was one other that she said was a rival as far as the worst movie that she was ever, that she had to watch. I don't remember what the other movie was, but she really, really hated it. Right. Um, but she was so polite about her hating it. She was so very clear how much she hated it. <laughs> and she was extremely good at not, well, let me put it a different way. She really, really hid the fact that she thought that we were such despicable human beings for liking that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I just appreciated her art in that. Um, but my actual favorite episode to listen to was simply because it's one of my favorite movies of like all time. And that was Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah. Just, I just, I love this ridiculous movie. And so it was so fun for me to listen to them and especially listening to Mandy, like experience it for the first time. Uh -huh. It was there. There's like so many random quotes that they, that mean nothing to anybody, but just hearing Mandy say things that meant so much about this movie that I love. Was like <laughs> they, they rattle around in my head all the time and I get all smiley when I hear yeah. them, when I think about it. So I totally, totally loved that episode. That makes sense. That's the, that is the movie that will immediately make me think of you. And I'm glad that that's your favorite episode too. Like, <laughs> oh no, to I've, I've defined uh, myself now. <laughs> like every time I see someone punt a bunny, I think of you. <laughs> he doesn't punt the bunny. He just throws the bunny. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you're right. If I'm the bunny, I'm being punted. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> He throws it pretty darn hard. I mean, he actually, I would say he spikes the bunny. If there's, he spikes it at an angle. He does the thing is, where they, the football player throws it off the back wall. Yeah, it. that's yeah. it. And, you know, the snow poofs and everything, and it's pretty great. And, right. <laughs> and then later the bunny gets to say, be serious. And I think that's pretty great. <laughs> this is also me. I am flipping through just to make sure I didn't miss something super spectacular that I really. Oh, 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 there's one more. <laughs> Especially the last one, but any of the Twilight movies. <laughs> Those episodes I, are so I'm, grand to listen to. <laughs> I'm not sure that I have listened to those. So I haven't listened to everyone. I've probably listened to half um, because starting with Heather's, um, I I was like, Heather's seems like a movie that I want to watch. Um, and maybe I'll hold off on this. And I eventually I ended up listening to Heather's anyway. Um, but like 
even with the godfather i was like oh should i go back and watch the godfather because i watched it when i didn't care about it yeah they all maybe want to watch it again yeah i still don't care about it so i didn't (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah some of those movies i ran into kind of like knives out i haven't listened to the knives out episode where i was like oh i'm totally gonna watch this but like here's the thing I don't ever spend time on watching things like it drives my wife crazy. I'm not a completionist. Uh, I am in the sense that I don't want to watch the next thing unless I've watched the first thing. So I will stop watching a TV series because I haven't watched episode six or whatever. And then I just never get around to watching episode six. So episode seven on are just not interesting to me. Um, And so I freeze perpetually in this not having completed, like I still haven't finished. I know everyone's going to say like, don't, but how I met your mother never finished. It got really far into it. I don't think I ever finished the office. Um, I've never finished the office either. No, like I Michael Scott left and I got I met your mother. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think that I'm going to finish pop culturally deprived one day. Well, because... you should, as you should. <laughs> Um, (laughs) because I'm starting, starting, I'm continuing to learn about myself and realize that, um, it's just not worth going back and watching those movies. (laughs) I'm going to listen to these episodes. (laughs) Um, Well, I will say when you do go back and start torching yourself with the movies in order to listen to pop culture deprived, that's a good one to go ahead and do the twilight series with because as gracious as Mandy was about hating Dumb and Dumber, mm-hmm. um, you take that to the opposite end of the spectrum, and that is how gracious Matthew was about hating Twilight and everything uh, about uh, it. Amazing. <laughs> and the thing about the Twilight movies is they just get worse. Uh-huh. I mean, you get started and you go, wow, this is some high quality crap I'm watching. And you just keep going. And the crap just gets stinkier and stinkier and stinkier. And yet you just can't look away because, you know, eventually (laughs) some like random body parts is going to fly across the screen and you're going to go, what? Eh?" And you have to watch it. (laughs) So um, those episodes, again, especially the last one, because by that time he was properly fed up with Twilight. And this is me giving my interpretation of what I heard. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But um, by that last Twilight movie, mm, that was some quality listening. And I would like to thank Pop Culturally Deprived for those joyous hours that I spent <laughs> listening. 